0: were out of town one weekend, so I invited three of my friends, Eric, John, and Kyle, to hang out. We were sitting around playing games and talking shit when the subject of ghosts came up. Our friend Eric said that ghosts aren't real and anyone that thinks they are is a moron. Our friend John said that his brother had a Ouija board at his house and we should see if we can contact some ghosts make Eric a believer. Me and Kyle said, hell yeah. I had never played with a Ouija board before, but I have always wanted to. Eric said fine, but it wasn't going to change his mind. John only lived a few blocks away, so he ran home and got the board. When he returned, we turned out the lights and lit some candles, and then got in a circle around the board. Me and Kyle put our fingers on this plastic heart-shaped thing that apparently is called a planchette, and asked John what we should do. He told me to ask it a question. so thought and asked, how old am I? Nothing happened and my friend Kyle said, no you're doing it wrong. Let me ask a question. Kyle then said, is anyone here with us tonight? Nothing happened at first and then I went to say, huh see, you don't know what you're doing either when all of a sudden the planchette moved to yes I looked at Kyle and said, you moved it. He said that he didn't Took his hands off and said, Ask it how old you are. So I did, and it moved over to the number one and then four. Fourteen. That was my age. Then Kyle said, See, it wasn't me moving it. The planchette started to move again and spelled out E R I C. Eric. I turned to Eric and said, Dude, it wants to talk to you. Eric rolled his eyes and said that we were moving it. I said, sit down and do it yourself then. He said, fine, if it'll shut you up. Er Eric sat down and put his fingers on the planchette. Eric said, okay, ghosty, spell my name again. Immediately it spelled out, Eric. Eric looked a little weirded out, but then shook it off and said, okay, you know my name. Watch yours. Then the planchette started to move in a figure eight motion and then it started landing on the letters Z-O. Z-O. Zozo, said Eric, that's a really stupid name. Or are you a clown? He started laughing, and then he turned to us and said that we were obviously controlling this somehow, and how sad it was that we couldn't come up with a better name than Zozo the Clown for a fake ghost. He started laughing at me, then the lamp in my room came on, and the bomb got brighter and brighter and then exploded. Then the candles fired, grew bright, and the planchette started to move on its own. Z-O, Z-O. Eric said, okay guys, knock it off. You got me. This is freaky. We said it wasn't us. Then the planchette started vibrating and launched up, flying directly into Eric's eye. He screamed out in pain. Blood was running down his cheek. The closet door started to open and slam on its own. We ran out of the room. It was only when we made it outside that we realized that Eric was still in the room. After a quick debate, we ran back inside to get him. We went into the room and it was trashed. Eric was sitting on my bed with a blank stare on his face, his left eye closed and covered in blood. We said, Eric, come on, let's get out of here. He turned his head at us, then got up slowly and walked out of the room and outside. We followed him and said, wait, we need to get you to the hospital. He just kept walking and never turned around. We assumed he was too scared to talk. So we went back inside and called his mom and told her that Eric was hurt. She asked what happened. We lied and said that we were wrestling and he hit his eye and heard it. She said, oh my God, where is he? We said that he got mad and left. We then heard her say, the, the door just opened. It must be him. We heard her say, oh my God, Eric, what happened? And the phone went silent. We didn't think anything of it. We decided to sleep in the living room and then go check on Eric in the the next day we awoke to a knock on the door. It was a policeman asking if our friend Eric had been over here last night. We said yeah. We played some games and he got hurt and went home. Why? Is he okay? No, said the officer. When he came home last night, he killed his mother. When his father came home and found him, he was sitting rocking in a chair, just saying two letters over and over again. Z-O. Z-O. Okay, so, obviously that story was not real. Or if it wasn't obvious, that story was not real. I just made that up as an opener for this episode. Um, So, who is Zozo? Zozo is apparently a demon that contacts you through a Ouija board. And I did some research on him, and there's surprisingly not a lot on Zozo other than just scary stories online. But, I'm going to go over everything i found. So let's go ahead and start off with a man named Darren Evans. So Zozo rose to fame in 2009 when a man from Oklahoma, where I'm from, wrote a story about him in a blog. Um, The man's name, like I said, was Darren Evans, and he claimed that he had made contact with a demon through a Ouija board. He said that his daughter became ill because of Zozo. I think she went temporarily blind, and he said at one point... He was playing with a Ouija board, and it spelt out Iron Tongue, and then like her tongue swole up super huge the next day. Um, he also said that he had fell relationships, and his girlfriend acted weird and crap because of Zozo. Um, Evans actually appeared on an episode of Ghost Adventurers, and he wrote a book about Zozo, and a 2012 movie was made using this story as inspiration. And A lot of people think... That uh, Darren Evans is full of crap. And I don't know either way. Can't say. I wasn't there. Um, Maybe it is. It's entertaining either way. um, No matter what. Um, Besides that, there's not really much else. It's pretty much Zozo started in 2009. Now, some people think that the possession of Ronald Doe in the 1940s was Zozo. Maybe it was. I don't know. So, Ronald Doe is the inspiration behind the Exorcist movies. And so, apparently, his aunt was a spiritualist and introduced Ronald to, an, to a Ouija board when he expressed interest in it. This is what led to his possession and link between him and Zozo. Now, I couldn't find any evidence saying it was actually Zozo. Um, I did find stuff saying people were getting it confused with Bazuzu who is a Mesopotamian wind demon who actually does have a lot of historical information about him or her. And there was also a book wrote in 1993 that suggested Ronald was never possessed at all and was just a young boy that suffered from mental illness and issues. Other And there was other issues with the story, like the address that they said he lived at, he never actually lived at, other things like that I will say that I think maybe possession is real um I think 99% of the time it's a mental health issue and people need to get help and not just go straight to it's a demonic possession because I actually know someone whose mom just thinks he's possessed I'm Pretty sure he's bipolar. I'm not a doctor. I don't think he's possessed, and I would really love it if, you know, he could get some help. I'm not a, like I said, I'm not a big believer in possession. I do think it could happen. I never met anybody that was possessed, or nor know anybody that knows anybody that was possessed. I could see it happening. I have had stuff attached to me, but it wasn't like controlling me and making me run up walls and shit. It was just I would see it sometimes like out of the corner of my eye or like standing at the foot of my bed. Which I will talk about in a later episode because that was some freaky shit. (laughs) But um, like I said, there isn't a lot of hard evidence on Zozo besides the stories on the internet. I want to make it clear that if you believe that you are contact. By Zozo, I'm not calling you a liar. I don't know, I'm not there. I just really couldn't find a lot of hard evidence on it. But there are a couple of theories that um suggest maybe he didn't really exist or wasn't around until the two thousand nine incident with Darren Evans. Like maybe he's a new he's a demon, like new to the game, or maybe it's Bazozu looking for like options in this ever-changing world, or this one that I liked the most was that we willed him into existence by believing in him, like Freddy Krueger, kind of, Um, and I thought that was kind of neat, and I liked that one the most. Now, I also looked a little into the history of Ouija boards, because he's the Ouija board demon, and why not, and I don't know, if if you're like me, you've always been told Like, it was Milton Bradley made Ouija boards up in the 40s. And that's actually not the case at all. So Ouija boards, they weren't called Ouija boards. They were spirit boards, like, all the way back to the 550s B.C. in China. And it wasn't until 1890 that they got their name, Ouija. So in 1890, Charles Kennard, I'm probably saying his name wrong, he was the founder of the Kennard Novelty Company, claimed that he learned the name Ouija from using the board, and it was an ancient Egyptian word meaning good luck. So on April 25th, 1890, Kennard was hanging out in Baltimore Boarding House with investor Elijah Bond and Bond's sister-in-law, Helen Peters. When the group decided to ask the board what it wanted to be called, the board spelled out O-U-J-I-A. And when asked what it meant, the board said, good luck. The next year, in 1891, they put a patent on the board, and in 1901, an employee of Elijah Bond, William Fold, took over the talking board production and started the production of his very own boards under the name Ouija. So yeah, that is a brief history of Zozo, and in all honesty, I couldn't find a lot on him. If you have more information on him, feel free to send it to me at ghostlypara at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter, ghostlyparanormal. Um, once again, I'm not calling anyone a liar if they feel like they've met Zozo. I just really couldn't find anything on him other than the Darren Evans story and then like some other linked stories in the 70s, but then when you dig deeper into it, they don't really mention Zozo at all. There was a story in, I think it was 1818, was a french book that mentioned zozo i can't remember the name of the book but some little girl claimed that she was possessed by three demons and one of them was zozo but it turned out later that she was fibbing and they imprisoned her which sounds a little overboard i don't know but yeah i couldn't find a whole lot on zozo But similar to the Little People episode, I am going to do my recommended podcast segment now because I just don't like the flow of it when I do these kind of episodes, like doing that and jumping into the story. And uh, the podcast I'm going to recommend this time is um, True Paranormal, the podcast. It is freaking awesome. It might be my favorite paranormal podcast. I really like it a lot. he has got a ton of episodes, so you should check out... True Paranormal, the podcast. And also, like I said in last episode, um, we are going to be trying to do an investigation sometime this summer. So if you live in northeastern Oklahoma, western Arkansas, or southern Missouri, and you know of a good spot that we might check out, I have some spots that I can check out if nothing really pans out. So it's either way, it's going to happen. But if you have a suggestion, please send it to me at ghostlypara.com at gmail.com or hit me up on twitter and that's going to kind of wrap it up for the day and I'm kind of, I finally decided I kind of like the episodes like this like 10 to 15 minute episodes, just little quick bites got a little boy I don't have a lot of free time I just kind of write these episodes like my bullet points what I want to talk about out through the week and then record it while he takes his nap and then edit it while he takes another nap so I don't have a ton of time throughout the day but I'm kind of happy with where the show is right now. For So for the foreseeable future, we're going to be doing like 10 to 15-minute episodes, hopefully once a week. Um, but thank you for everybody that's been listening because my show is growing by like three to four listeners every single episode, and I really appreciate it. The show's only been out for like a month, and it's doing so much better than I thought it would. And like I said last episode, if you are wanting to make a podcast and you're afraid nobody's going to listen to it, just freaking do it. Like I said, I had like seven listeners in the first episode, and then I'm up to like 14 now, which doesn't sound like a lot. But I was actually listening to another podcast, Ghost in the Valley, which I'm going to be interviewed on actually later today after I get done recording this. And they had a guest on. Um, I believe It's Weird on the Rocks was the podcast she's from, and she, made, she said, you know, you only have this many listeners, and it sounds like a small amount, but imagine you're speaking to that many people in a room. That's a lot of people, like 14. Like imagine 14 people just came to a building to hear what you had to say. That's a lot. So that's going to wrap it up for today, and I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week.